over the airwaves, you're listening to J.C. Hawks Radio. Monday, June 19th, 2017. I am your host, J.C. Hawks. Tonight on the show, we're going to have members of the Utah Falcons of the IWFL, Jasper Horn, he's defensive line coach, and Tasha Iono, she is the running back and defensive back for the Utah Falcons. We're also going to have Rhonda Elford of the Detroit Pride, part of the USWFL, Rhonda will be joining us at 10.35 Eastern Standard Time, and Jasper and Tasha will be joining us at 10.15 Eastern Standard Time. Um, I was actually supposed to be in my new studio tonight. Uh, I had it all set up, and I wasn't on the show for about a month now, and uh, I was getting ready in my studio. I I actually work in Woodland, which is about Woodland, California, which is about 45 minutes from my home. So I was actually doing the shows at, at my workplace, which I am at tonight. But I had purchased, a, got a studio for the radio shows, so that way um, I could, you know, be closer to home, and this way I could be pre- preparing and setting up for the show. And unfortunately, I'm not in there tonight. Uh, I decided to stay here tonight, just in case, just to kind of prepare for the show. Uh, If you listen to us, we're on every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And like I said, last month is when we had our last show. And each and every Monday, we'll have different guests. And I'm trying to get some segments together that I'm talking to some people about. And I also mentioned on Twitter, so if you follow me on Twitter at JC underscore Hawks, I had said calling all coaches let me go to my radio site uh, radio.jchawks.com if you go there i have the the blog there and i had put out a little tease calling on all women's tackle football coaches you have something to teach be part of the jc hawks sports network uh, when i used to do wfb talk i used to have a lot of coaches shows like uh, coach Dion lee four quarters with coach lee jo- uh Coach Penn, he was on Tuesday nights. And so we had different coaches shows. So what I'm looking for is to do um, another coaching show. So if there's any coaches out there that do have something to teach and they'd be interested in being part of the J.C. Hawks Sports Network, we can work on a, a day and time, you know, for to do your show. You can either be live or if you prefer, you can do pre-records and I can play it. And if you just want to give it a try, I can actually put aside 15 minutes in the segment before you decide you want to start your own show. But I think coaches have a lot to teach and um, no matter what team you're on, a coach is a coach. And I do want to talk about a few things. Um, on Wednesday nights, every third Wednesday of every month, I do a, I produce a show on WFE Talk called IWFFA Radio, and that's on Flag Football, International Women's Flag Football Association. And I don't know if, uh, you know, with the season coming to an end of teams that are no, you know, no longer playing regular season or are in the playoffs, there's another football alternative, and that's flag football. Uh, you know, you like to keep in shape, and, and flag football 
you know, is, a, is another way to keep in shape. And I've played flag and I've played tackle. And uh, I find both of them fun. You know, flag, of course, you can maneuver a little bit better. You know, with the pads on, you, it's hard to turn, you know, turn your head. But with flag, you're more flexible. So uh, we, list, we have that show on every third Wednesday of the night. Let me let you play, play a little commercial clip of it and see if anybody might be interested. The IWFFA Women's Flag Football Northeast Regional Challenge. Compete in these tournaments to rank number one for the 2017 Women's Flag Football Northeast Region. Four tournaments in four months. June 24, Allentown, Pennsylvania. July 29 to 30, Reddington, New Jersey. August 12 to 13, Norristown, Pennsylvania. September 16 to 17, Provincetown, Massachusetts. Each championship gives you free registration for the next tournament. Number one team receives all the honors, plus free team registration to the Kelly McGillis Classic in Key West, Florida, January 25 to 28, 2018. Register your team today. Email IWFFA at IWFFA.com or go to our website, IWFFA.com. Have you registered for the next IWFFA tournament? It's easy. It's fun. It's flag football. We welcome all ages and levels of team play from highly competitive, competitive, social, beginners, juniors, and girls. And we want to see you and your team on the field at the next IWFFA tournament. We offer tournaments throughout the year and around the world. Just go to our International Women's Flag Football Association's website. Experience the excitement and play IWFFA, female flag football from all over the world at its best. See us on YouTube, our website, and email IWFFA at IWFFA.com today to join. See you on the field. Okay, that's IWFFA. You can go to IWFFA.com and find out more. And there are four tournaments, but the next tournament is in... Allentown, Pennsylvania. That's on Saturday, June 24th. So if anybody's in that area. They're also looking for a few good loose women. That's individual players. So those don't, that don't have a team can play. Uh, they'll put you with another team. And that's uh, in Allentown, Pennsylvania on June 24th. Yeah, so I, I promote that show uh, every third Wednesday um, on WFBtalk.com. And then you can actually sign up for a newsletter. They, they actually gave you a book. <laughs> Too much to read, but if you could sign up on IWFFA. Uh, did you listen to the games this weekend? Uh, the WFA had a lot of games this weekend. There was 12 games. Uh, very exciting, and they did some uh, live streaming. I was watching a couple of them. I was watching the uh, Boston Renegades against the DC Divas, and they also had uh, a couple of other live streaming games. Now they're doing it on Facebook, um, which I've never watched the game on Facebook before, and it was actually – Quite interesting. It was uh, a good game, exciting game, as well as, let's see, there was a few other exciting games going on. Um, I was just a little disappointed in the Chicago Force-Pittsburgh Passion game because, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Pittsburgh Passion uh, fan, even though I am from Chicago. Um, the Force uh, went on defeating the Passion 45 to nothing. So next, uh, next game, the post 
season week three will be on July 8th because they're going to be, you know, taking a little break for the women's world championship games that are going to be held in Canada from June 24th to the 30th of this month. And so the players, the women of the WFA are practicing in Seattle, Washington to get ready for it. And actually, I think Finland and Australia are already out, out in Canada practicing out there. And Germany's not playing this year, I saw. I saw that Germany wasn't going to be playing in the World uh, Championship Games. But we did add three more teams, Australia, Great Britain, and Mexico. And I'm sure you heard the news that Jen Welter is going to be coaching for the Australian team. A lot of this news and information you can go to, which I usually go to, is Gridiron Queendom. That's gridironqueendom.com. Also on the website, I did put some uh, information and news, uh, Twitter feeds that you could follow. Uh, you go to my website at radio.jchawks.com, and I actually put a, some listings uh, on the site for you to follow. And there's there are many, many more, and I'll be adding some more. Uh, on the website, but that was just, I just put that together today, just so people that are, you know, following, there's a lot of women's football news out there. Uh, so go to uh, gridironqueendom.com and you can find out all the news as well as, like I said, the uh, Twitter accounts. There's a lot of trending going out there, um, you know, within women's football. So we will have Jasper Horn, coach of the Utah Falcons and Tasha Iono. Uh, running back, defensive back of the Falcons on 15 minutes after the hour. We have a few minutes. Uh, they still be joining us. So if you have any questions or comments, um, you want to hear some things different on the show, you can email me at jc at jchawks.com. You could follow me on Twitter at jc underscore hawks. And please, you know, uh, read our website at uh, radio.jchawks.com. But, uh, Next week's uh, games, or excuse me, uh, July 8th games, they're actually giving uh, the women a, a, an extra week off after the World Championship Games. So it's going to be the Chicago Force against the Boston Renegades, the San Diego Surge against the Dallas Elite, the Tampa Bay Inferno against the Montreal Blitz, the Mile High Blaze against the St. Louis Slam, and the Orlando Anarchy against the Toledo, Toledo Reign and the Arkansas Wildcats against the South Oregon Lady Renegades. And the W or excuse me, the IWFL is still in their regular season. They have one game um, that they're playing on the let's see the twenty twenty third, they're gonna have the Knoxville Lightning against the Iowa Crush and uh I don't see any any other you know playoffs of what's going on. But when when Coach uh, Horn comes on, we'll talk more about that. What's going on with the IWFL and how they're going to have the you know the tier system in the playing. Okay, so we're at, at uh, 35 minutes after that, we're going to have Rhonda Elford of the Detroit Pride. Now she was on uh, in our first show. Actually, she was on during our pilot show. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that. Uh, we had our pilot show on April 3rd. And I kind of told you a little bit about myself, um, you know, why I chose to go come back to women's football, uh, you know, from 
being off since 2012, and I'm still I'm still working out the kinks. I still get nervous. You know, my palms are sweaty. I still get nervous every day. Last night I was all excited about coming on the show, and about 15 minutes before the show, I'm like, okay, I'm really nervous. You know, because you don't know. You know, I I prepare, but then it just kind of goes out of my head <laughs> once once it tells me I'm live on the air. So. The first game, going back to the Women's uh, World Championship, the first game that the U.S. is playing is against Mexico. And I was reading that they're all going to be live streamed, so that's exciting. We'll be able to watch the World Games uh, on live stream. So the first game against uh, the United States will play against Mexico on June 24th at 3.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it looks like we have Coach Horn on the line. Let me unmute Coach Horn. Coach Horn? How's it going? I'm very good, thank you. How you doing? Doing good. Thank you. Well, good. Right thank now. you so much for coming on the show. We're waiting for Tasha. She'll be calling in us, us shortly. You know, I am very, very impressed. This is uh, Jasper Horn. He is a defensive line coach for the Utah Falcons. I am very impressed with your your. Uh, your squad, or your actually your your coaching staff, you have twelve strong. Is that correct? Yeah, about that. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, you're you're a football team in itself, <laughs> and I think your whole staff is like <laughs> exactly. twenty eight. Twenty eight. I've never seen any team that has twenty eight people on their staff. Uh, usually, usually, you know, your players. I saw that you had. Well, I see ninety on the roster, um, but I think I was talking mm-hmm. to. Uh, you have what fifty three that are actually that are actually playing, or do you do have that ninety? Well, we have fifty three that's pretty much at every practice and playing. Yes. Now that that's now th- I was looking um, at your record. Now you won the championship last year. Is that was Correct. that your first inaugural season? For me, I just started coaching this year. Oh, did you? But yeah. for the Falcons, so was that their year, first first year? That was their second season. Okay, their second season. And mm-hmm. were they in the IWFL then, or were they in a different league? I, yeah, I believe so. I believe the first year they lost to Pittsburgh. Okay. In the championship. Okay. Oh, that's right. I remember now. Okay, because so I was kind of looking at the website, and I didn't see an about page. And I'm thinking, I know that they were in the in the – playing longer than that, but I just remembered you guys won mm-hmm. 2016, and you're looking to win your second championship. So, we're on, uh, hopefully, we're on track you, for it. Let's, let's at? So, we're on track, so hopefully. <laughs> well, you're 8-0. and zero. Um, Yeah. And how have you found your the competition this year? It was, I, know, I know last year you can't really judge because this is your first year here, but from how have you found the competition? I mean, honestly, I mean, there's there's some good competition, and especially when we we go into games, and I mean, we honestly get everybody's best shot when we go at them. So, you know, we try to watch film and stuff on teams, and they just play us, and it seems like it's a totally different team that comes out and plays us. So, I mean, I know the scores don't show it, but a lot of those games, you know, they're tougher than the score shows. And you got to earn those points, and, and you have. Yeah, it was it was earned. It wasn't just given. It was earned. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just wondering. I know you've won it. You're eight and zero, and and not to you know discount 
the other the other teams, but you do have a a 53 man or women squad, and so you know a lot of teams only have maybe 28 between 25. 28 on their roster and so they're probably exhausted and you're just putting a fresh pair you know in in the game yeah i mean usually pretty much every game all 53 girls play in every game yeah that's right now based on uh, you know they i see that a lot of the the women play offense and defense how hard is that Mm -hmm. to uh to coach knowing that you know you're playing offense and defense is that has that been challenging for you well, for me, it's not as bad because I just coach the D-line. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. I mean, there's times, and you know, it's tough at times, other times it's not. But, honestly, most of these girls, you know, they come from an athletic background of some sort. So, it's surprising how fast they pick it up and how fast they learn. And a lot of them come ready to practice and wanting to learn. And so, it makes mm-hmm. it, honestly, a lot easier than you would think because every girl wants to be there. Every girl wants to learn. And so, I mean, they're wide-eyed and ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Now, the primary and secondary, now, um, I was talking to Jolly, and uh, uh, she was saying that, like you said, every every girl plays. Um, mm-hmm. Is it What's challenging for them? Do they usually play their second their second position, or do you kind of put them in, you know, when the score is you're winning by a, a large amount, do you usually put them in their second position and say, okay, you're all going to play, but you're going to play your second position? That you learned your second no, no, I mean, honestly, usually how we do it, I mean, we start out, you know, we have three squads, our black, blue, and silver. And and so when we go in there, after we've had our blacks, usually our first string, after we've gone a few series, then we start rotating everybody in. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as we keep our kind of two-touchdown lead, we'll start rotating girls. And everybody, usually everybody's played by the end of the first quarter. Yes. I was. It was. Um, so, I, I'm not sure what what rules do you go by. Do you guys go by the NCAA? Yes, NCAA. Okay, because I was now. Have you? Do you do the running clock? Experience the running clock with with your win. You know, with your wins. Uh, you, most of our most of our games end up being running clock, but yeah. <laughs> well, you do have three tiers, correct? Do you still have three tier system? No, I believe this one is just one tier. The IWFL is just one tier. Oh, okay. When they were a larger team, only because I was thinking with the running clock, I know that scores, you know, do matter. So I was thinking, I was just kind of mm-hmm. talking. I guess there's other leagues that have three tiers. What in this instance, if you have a running clock and they can score an extra seven points and bump out the competitor, how would that how would that affect it with the running clock? Well, we kind of have the mindset. Honestly, we don't know. We we're the only undefeated team besides Austin and IWFL, mm-hmm. so we haven't really worried about that um, because the tiebreakers and stuff is there's no tiebreaker now because we're the only other undefeated team, and we don't want to see Austin until the championship. So, I mean, honestly, I, I wish I'd give you an answer, but it, too, it hasn't affected us this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably just didn't. And I believe, it, for, yeah, when we, when it was three tiers, it was like you know thinking about that, how would that affect the team that might be teetering on, on that, going to the playoffs? Correct. And I believe that the actual tiebreaker was point against was mm. this year. So I remember we really emphasized, okay. you know, especially at the start of the year, you know, try to keep points down against us. So I believe the tiebreaker is point against this year. Okay, it looks like we have Tasha on the line. Let me Let me unmute her. Okay. Tasha, is that you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm pretty good, thank you. 
Good. So you are a running back and defensive back. Which position do you like the best? Oh, man. Um, well, I like running back, I think, the best. But, well, that's tough. I don't know. I really like QT, too. Um, when mm-hmm. I first came onto the team, I was I started out as a running back. And I don't know. I, I kind of have a sweet spot there, so I'd probably say that. Yes. No, I used to play. I used to be a defensive back. That's why I was just wondering. Which oh, I, no. I enjoyed, de- de- you know, defense. But uh, so, how long yeah, have you I mean, been playing? Our team to be a safety. What was that? No, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. You know, as a safety on our team, it's 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 really fun to like come up when you're against like throwing teams. You know, but um, our, our linebackers, our line is so good. Sometimes as, as a safety, you don't get a ton of. A ton of play. Oh. Mm-hmm. And how long? How long have you been playing? This is my second season. Okay, so you played for the the Falcons this whole time. I did. Yes, I, I my rookie year was was last year, and this is my second season playing football. And and how did how did you find out about it? Did you just have friends that played, or how did they? Because I mean, yeah. there's a large squad on your team. <laughs> Yeah, we have a lot of players. I um, well, I I played soccer my whole life, and I I had played I was playing in a flag football league, just for fun, you know, with some friends. Mm-hmm. And some Falcons uh, joined that flag football league, and they just kind of pointed me out and told me I should come try out. So that's just kind of how I heard about it. Mhm. And back to you, Coach mm-hmm. Horn. Um, you had said this was your first year with the Falcons, correct? Correct. That is correct. Okay, so have you coached other other teams before, or like the, the the high schools or the college level? I actually coach at a high school now here, and so and then mm-hmm. and I do this during the kind of down point at, or down part time at the high school. So, what do you like about the t- coaching the boys against coaching the women? Oh man, you know I get this question asked all the time. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, the nice thing about the women's, like I said before, you know, a lot of them want to be there. You know, with the high school kids, you kind of get some of those kids that parents are kind of forcing them, things like that, to be there. But especially with the Falcons, the reason I stayed with them was, you know, the girls want to be there. They want to learn and they listen. And, I mean, so realistically, for the most part, it's not a huge difference because how Coach Rick runs the team and everything, he runs it like a football team. And so it makes it nice to be able to come in here and, It'd be ran like a football team and not just a rec league or a rec team. Well, I was kind of hoping you'd have a different answer because that's exactly the answer every, <laughs> every coach has. I think you're you, you're sharing the the coach's guidebook. Because <laughs> uh, hey, that's, that's exactly what they say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry to give you a different answer. <laughs> no, that's okay. I I, I kind of knew what the answer was going to be. But I just I had to throw it out there because might there might be that one person that said but yeah that usually the women do want to be there and and since we didn't learn until our our you know older age now that they have the girls now are playing football in, you know in in high school and in grade school you know it's it's being more recognized and I'm just hoping that you know the women's game becomes more recognized and even though Correct. we do yeah. have like the the world world championship games, people still don't know about us. And that's that's very well, unfortunate. It's nice here in Utah with the Falcons because, you know, I walk around sometimes with my Falcon shirt between work and everything else, and people's heard of it. So, I mean, I 
nice thing is it's starting to become more known, I guess, in Salt Lake area. Um, I know here several times people walk around with the Falcon shirt, like, hey, you're the Falcons, you know. So it's <laughs> around here, I notice it's starting to be a little bit more noticeable. Well, I see that you do do a lot of promoting. You have um, an organization, you know, for kids and, and charities. And so you're out there. You're out there, you know, promoting in the in the community. And that's very important to be focused on the community. And, and a lot of teams mm-hmm. don't do that. They don't focus on the community. And I, I see that you guys are doing that. Yeah, and that's – a lot of that's Hokie. I mean, Hokie as an owner is an amazing owner and is able to go out and do those things. And, and, you know, without Hokie, you know, the Falcons, I don't think, is where they are now. And a lot of that credit goes to Hokie on that stuff. She said that she was a player, correct? Mm-hmm. I heard she was a player. She was, that was before yeah, I was Yeah, only because – the reason why I asked, because uh, I'm pretty sure when, when I used to go to the I, – I, I'm in Sacramento, so I go to the Sacramento Sirens games, and – it was the other the other team I believe she played in, and I swear they kept calling Jolly. So she must have been making a lot of plays. Was she one of the fast ones on the team? Do you remember Tasha? Tasha, Tasha, you played with her, didn't you? You know what? She was she she was, she was there before me, also. Yeah, I was okay, actually okay. Playing. I, I just remember when, when team, she said she her name. Be an owner, so. Yeah. Okay, that's why I was calling her Jolly because I mean I've been. I imagine she was you know, awesome. <laughs> you know, I'm sure she's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have to talk to her on that because I'm thinking I remember your name being called and Jolly is so familiar. And then when I saw her name, I was thinking Jolly is her first name and they call her Jolly. I thought it was her last name. And <laughs> so, oh, I so bet what, she was uh, a beast. She was a beast. Yes, she probably was, and then now she's now she's the owner. And, and you know, I'm very like I said, I'm very impressed with your with your team, your staff, and, and the participation that your players do. And, and you do have to have the love for the game. Uh, what uh, what's hard about practice, Tasha? Is there anything that that you find that you don't like to do besides running and burpees and things like that? <laughs> <laughs> that I don't like to do. Um... I mean, that's, I guess that's an interesting question. I don't know. So I came from soccer. So when I first came to the, to play football, one of the hardest things for me was like having to learn plays. You know what I mean? Like in soccer, it's so natural. You just go out there and do what you do. And then coming to football and it's like, if you take one step wrong, you've, you've messed up the whole entire offense. You know what I mean? So that was like Mm -hmm. a little bit hard for me to adjust to. But I love the competitive atmosphere. I love how hard our coaches, our, our coaches push us. You know, we we uh, don't get away with, with very much. You know, our coaches are really they're really strict and they're really like you know disciplined and they they really hold us to a high standard. And I think that it really like attributes a lot to our success. And so I feel like I'm really competitive, and that's like the exact atmosphere. You know coming from playing college and high-level soccer, I wanted that atmosphere of really competitiveness, and we totally get that on the Falcons, so it's great. Yeah, and then you you had said that you you played flag. Now, now, now that football is, you know, after the championships and the playoffs, are you going to plan on going back to, to flag football or soccer to keep in shape? Yeah, I'll probably, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably do that for sure. I, I usually pick up, like, an indoor soccer league, on the, you know, in in our winter season. And then we'll probably put together some kind of a flag team. You know, our our team, we have tryouts in the off season, but 
we always we always get together. There's always girls doing something, whether it's at the gym or just playing, you know, finding a QB and going and playing and throwing. So all year round, you know, there's always different groups of us out doing stuff just to stay active and stay in shape. So it's not it's not hard you to know, find a, a falcon out there somewhere playing. Well, the thing is you're going to transition now from tackling to not tackling yeah. somebody on the soccer field or the flag field. That was my mistake when I went, you <laughs> yeah. know, from tackle to flag that you forget yourself. And I had a flag called on me in 15 yards because I knocked down this, this <laughs> big gal named D-Train. Now, come on, D-Train. But she's been playing flag. She was tackle. But she knows the rules, and I knocked into her. And she purposely put her hands back like, okay, <laughs> oh, there man. goes the flag. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. Before I ever so coach, played tackle, so, when I was playing yeah. flag, I got almost tackled by one of the Falcons, and I never played oh, really? tackle. And we were playing the Falcons, yeah, and they they were having such a hard time, like not tackling people. And I was just like, "This is flag." I didn't really get it. But now mm-hmm. after I played, I was like, "Oh, no wonder." You know what I mean? But it was pretty funny. <laughs> and I'll just I was transition. Like, guys, you know, but yeah. So, Coach, just between the, the three of us, who's your favorite player on the team? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's now? listening, really. Nobody's listening. Yeah, Coach, who's your favorite player? Here's the thing. All of the Falcons, they might be listening now, but they're going to be listening later. <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you can't put me under the bus like that. I, I know. So what I'll do you, what do you just, like I'll to – what type I'll of – I'll Fandango on that question, Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just thought, you know, I'd try. <laughs> so, um now now you the D line. What's what's your favorite type of drill that you like to uh give workout to the girls when they're when they're I, I say girls because a lot of them are younger than me, so if I offend anybody I apologize. <laughs> but uh, what, what's your um <laughs> what's your favorite uh, play when you when you for, during practice that you like to to drill the girls. So, I mean, a lot of times, you know, with, with the D-line, and I know some of it was a little bit, because I'm very strict on technique, form, things like that. And so, I mean, each week I break down that film of what we did, did good, did wrong, and I, invent, you know, come up with another drills for that situation. I mean, I mean, if you ask me, the girls hate it. Hands drill, fight and get inside control is probably my favorite because it's the most important drill. I know the girls get tired of it and me doing it every day, but it's one of those things that make them do every day. <laughs> And so then we'll have, you know, we do in between that to, you know, pass Russian drills. So, I mean, we mix it up quite a bit. It's not the, we try, try not to do the same thing all the time, but I also mm-hmm. know we stick with the basics. Now, your special teams, how is that going for you, your team this year? Our do you special have a special team? teams? Do you usually do the kick or do you like the two point conversion? I mean, I mean, you got to ask Coach Rick on that one. I mean, he's all over the place. <laughs> I mean, heck, we went from one week doing, you know, kicking a PAT to a two-point conversion to doing a drop kick to doing onside kick. So, I mean, I know they like mixing that thing. That was kind of a cool thing when we did the drop kick. And, you know, nobody, when the ref's looking at us and saying, is that legal? And we're having to tell them, yes, it was, it was pretty funny. Now, are you guys, are you guys, do you guys stream live when you do your games? Or do you do uh, pre-record or audio or? I believe we do have someone there at the game streaming alive. I always hear about people saying they watch live and how many views we get each week. So um, I'm almost positive. Yeah, we 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 stream the away games. Is what we do. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah, I even had a chance to catch a game. 
And I'm sure your competition is watching your film right now. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I couldn't find this on the website. Um, so when is the when do you start your 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 playoffs? Because since the last game is the 23rd. We actually. So do you weekend. do you have a schedule yet? Yeah, we have we have Carson this Saturday. Okay. Oh, you are playing this Saturday. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I only saw one one team on the schedule for the twenty third, mm-hmm. but you, but you are on there too. Because you're done with the yeah, we, regular season. Correct. So yeah, this weekend okay. is the start of the playoffs. So we have Carson, and I believe Sacramento okay. playing North County, and so. Well, I hope uh, you get a chance to come back to Sacramento so I can, uh, <laughs> you know, come come watch the game. I, I missed your game this year. Uh, unfortunately, oh, the the team didn't advertise. It was what what game did you play Sacramento? Which one was it? The first. Uh, when did you play them? Was it early on? Oh, gosh, oh, it, was, it was about was a like month ago. I would say. Yeah. Oh, it was four games ago. Yeah, because unfortunately, yeah. I didn't know there was a game when the, when the season started and. The website wasn't updated, and that, that's that's important to keep the websites updated. And I see that you guys keep your websites updated. Thank you, thank you so much for that. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, thank thank Koki for that. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I will thank her for that. Yeah. Okay, do you have anything you'd like to share before I say good night? Um, do you want to give any shout outs to anybody, or, or say any anything that you, you wanted to touch base on with your team? Go ahead, Tasha. Oh, um, coach is going to make fun of me for this, but I was uh, told that I had to say a word during this interview from Coach Rick. And so I, my my word to use was regurgitate. So now I had to put it out there. So now you can't tell me I didn't do it. <laughs> See, I put, I put you, you on the spot. Word, he he actually words. called me and had me ask that question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. How about you, Cody? I mean, like I said, this year, I mean, it's been a blast this year, you know, coaching women's and everything, football. You know, I went into expectation and, you know, it's kind of blowing away. And, you know, I'm just honestly looking forward to going into the playoffs, you know, and hopefully we can go, you know, help out with the Falcons getting the repeat in the championship, you know. That's that's what our whole goal is. And hopefully, you know, that's, that's what we can enjoy by the end of the season. Great, and I'm excited for you. And congratulations on all your hard work, and and you've earned it. You've earned it. You're very proud of yourself. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, well, okay, well, thank you for coming on the show. Your your website is Utah Falcons with a Z dot com, and your Twitter is at Utah Falcons. And so we'll <laughs> yep. be uh, okay. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Coach and Tasha. Hey, Appreciate thank you. it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Good night. Okay, that was Coach Jasper Horn, defensive line coach of the Utah Falcons, as well as Tasha Iono, Chiefs running back, defensive back. It looks like we have Rhonda Elford on the line. Let me unmute Rhonda. She is with the Detroit Pride. Hey, Rhonda, how you doing? Hi, how are you? I am doing great. So last, you know, we talked with the pilot show. And I wanted you to come on again to, you know, because in the beginning we were just, you were just saying how you were prepping for the team and, you know, getting started and doing the promoting. And now that you've, you know, 
I guess I guess you've played five games. You're three and two. Is that correct, your team? Yes. We're, well, we are based on games played. We are mm-hmm. three and two. We we've had a couple of forfeits though. So okay, um, but, but they do count that. The they, but they do count that. Okay, so, yeah, so you're five and two. Now, are five and two. Okay, well, that's they do count those. Um, so, are you playing eight games this year, or just seven? We are playing seven. Our last game is going to be this coming Saturday. Okay, okay. And what time? What time is that game? Just out of curiosity. Um, that home, game is um, seven o'clock. Is actually going to be um, pretty interesting. We're going to do a double header. Um, oh wow! And it's gonna be something pretty new for the um for our league, um and it's gonna feature um the storm, the Southern Indiana Storm in Tri Cities. They're gonna play at four o'clock, and then the Detroit okay. Pride is gonna play the Houston Wildcats at seven o'clock, and we're gonna do okay, it all so, in Indiana. Okay. Oh, so you're gonna be in Indiana this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we're all traveling down to Indiana for the doubleheader. That's good. That's going to be fun. It's going to be a long day, but it's going to be fun. I mean, it's yeah, it's going to be a little bit long. Um, a lot of the, the later teams are kind of getting in later because of uh, Detroit and Houston. It's a, a nice bit of travel for us, uh, so they set our game a little later. Um, but we want to try and bring something a little different to women's football and the fans of Indiana. You know, I just realized something, Rhonda. You're not from Detroit, are you? I am from Detroit. You are. You have a little accent. You kind of sound like uh, Nicole a little bit. (laughs) Well, you know what? I lived, I went to school and I lived in Tennessee for um, almost seven years. So I picked up on the, (laughs) I have a slight Southern draw. I left yes. Tennessee, and then I went it to just, Florida. It just hit me just so now. Even further and, you, and I and I didn't catch it last show, but then I'm like, you know what? She's not from Detroit. You know, I'm from Chicago. So I, I kind of, you know, I have that little ka ka sound. <laughs> but yeah, so I was just listening. But uh, well, that's great. So are, has it been uh, what you expected this year for the season? It's it's been different. I, I'll say that um, the the change in leagues has definitely been different for us. I do understand it is a younger league and a development league, but um, it's been a little different. We're um, we're just excited to complete the season strong, looking forward to playoffs and um, for a strong start next season. Yeah. Well, you can be nice with your league, but I can't. I don't have to be. The USWFL is actually the WSFL, and they just kind of switched over because you know they are claiming that they were WSFL. I actually am very disappointed in the league. Don't don't use. I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> you know, so don't say anything. But I'm personally disappointed in the league because you know I was all excited to get started and. And I hardly know anything about what's going on because you know you you're you know you have your recaps. Uh, you know that you have your 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 you know on your on your uh, Facebook page and you kind of talk the scores and everything, um, but I have you know the league has not yet to update anything and I just uh, they are still around correct? They're just kind of talking yeah. amongst the team owners. Okay, 
Okay, because yeah. you know, I'm I'm hoping that next season, you know, like you said, they are just getting underfoot right now, and um, it, it was just yeah, it was um, there was a lot of last minute changes that um didn't make everything as easy, but um, we all did work together to make this season a success. Um, and it was um, for the betterment of our teams and our players. That was the biggest concern with all the owners in the league. Um, and the league itself was that we have a successful season for the teams and the players. That's always been my main concern. I'm always concerned about my team and my players. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, with the teams that I'm not really sure what teams were in or out because I mean I heard about you know the the Tri Cities and the Storm and the Pride and the Crew and the Wildcats and the Prodigy. I don't know if was there any teams that didn't didn't unfortunately play this this season. There were a few teams that um, kind of bit off a little more than they could chew and did um, encounter uh, some issues that uh, stopped them from being able to field the team this season. Um, it was a lot of different reasons. Um, that were mostly internal for the different teams. And, um, I mean, yeah. everybody started with the intention of playing oh, yes. for a season. But, you know, some things came up. Um, I'm not entirely too certain about the specific details, yeah. but I do know there were some, some issues that arose that um, created uh, a few of the teams not being able to uh, play this this season. But they all do look to come back next season. Yeah, well, I'm real surprised, though, that they didn't, you know, because the WSFL, you know, had six-man, had eight-man. You know, with the injuries, I know that um, the crew had some injuries, you know, towards the end, and I'm sure you've experienced some injuries, and there's the other teams, too. So I'm I'm actually surprised that they didn't play six-man or eight-man because they're, you know, for fielding a team, like six-man, you don't need a, a full team. You just have to set up the field. I, I'm a I'm a six man fan. I love six man football, but you know I'm I'm surprised they didn't go that route. Say hey, you know we don't have enough players. You're just missing a few players, and everybody's eligible in six man. That that's a fun game. I don't know if you've ever played it or seen it play. We, well, we've never gone down the six man. We did have um, a situation where a team approached us about playing with less than eleven. Um, we weren't opposed to it, but. From our standpoint, we prefer to stick with the 11 versus 11 yes. um, because a um, lot of times when people are coming to the game, they're experiencing women's football for the first time, and we want to be able to give them a genuine football experience yes. as opposed to um, the lesser number of players, which still provides a good game, but for a first-time mm-hmm. experience, we really want to show them that there is really no difference between a man playing or a woman playing. Yeah, and then there's this advantage, you know, with six man, unless you have the players. I, I don't know if you ever watched uh, six man, um, uh, you know, the Texas games. They're not meant for, you know, blind people. And a lot of times that's what you have because you play 11 man. You have to have the bigger girls on the line. But six men is mm-hmm. more for the faster player, and they're all little skinny minis, you know. And so, yeah, it oh, is yeah. hard because you're not really having the true representative of the game, representation of the game, like you said. So you want to have, you know, the 11 man to show. Yeah, oh, yeah, you definitely want to have the 11. And then it's also the um, – then it depends on which six that you have available. 
So if, mm-hmm. you know, you have a team coming to you and they're short, short-handed and the sticks they show up with are six line women and you have, you know, your 20-person roster and you you use your faster players, it doesn't make too much of a good advantage. And, I mean, you, you always want to always try and give the, the fans at least a good game or a good experience. And it kind of diminishes the game with with that uneven matchup. Mm-hmm. How was your turnout on in the stands? Was it pretty good this year? Oh yes, we we usually have a really good turnout. Um, as I told you before, you know I'm a marketer, so I'm yes. all about uh, getting the word out, having a good fan experience. Um, we you know we hit the the streets hard. We flyer the city. Um, we try and do a, a nice press run between the local TV stations, the radio, um, and just let people know that we have something available. It's always a big thing for us. And it, and we try and get people to come out at least one time and tell them, you know, just come out, check us out, and see what we're all about. Um, and we usually get a pretty good response uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of two, 300 people um, a game. And it's we like to always build upon our crowd, uh, so every yeah. game we tend to get a little bit more each time, um, and a lot of returning fans. We're starting to really build our fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You were you were mentioning that you are a marketer. Did you try any of any of those anything new that you could share? What how you got we those fans we to the game? Unfortunately, because of the fluidity of the schedule this year we haven't been able to really try anything new we um we're really looking forward to next season when we can get a solid schedule a little earlier and hope for very little changes um so we can properly do um some other things um and you have made some really good suggestions last time we just never had the um stability of schedule to really set anything up um, yeah. that we wanted to really set up this year. Well, yeah, I hope that hope, hope there is a schedule next year. I mean, I mean, like I said, next year, you know, it'll be nice to see um, all the teams and because uh, there was, there, I think there was 14, 14 teams. And like I said, I only heard about a, a few and like, you know, with them having issues either fielding a team or uh, so it'll be good to see what's ahead for the USWFL next year. And you do plan on staying in the league, correct? Yes. Yes. We're looking, we're looking forward to staying in the league. We, um, we're just, we're hoping for the best for next year. Yeah. And you know, you got to give it a chance because, you know, you really didn't get the good representation of what the league can do. And I think, um, next season is going to be a good season. And, uh, so, so your last game of the season then is this Saturday against the Houston yes. Wildcats. So when will yes. you know playoff time now? Now you're you're five and you're um, five and two on on paper. You're five and two. I know you said you didn't play those games, but we're um the playoffs are where we've been told are going to start July eighth. Um, and then it'll be um, everybody's gonna get seated after next week. We're gonna get okay. seated. We're gonna um, then 
move forward with the playoffs on the ace. Um, the following week will be the second round. Uh, we'll take a break, and then our championship is going to be that last week of July. July. And you're going to be in uh, Virginia, is that correct? Is it Virginia they're having the championship um, game? Yes, that is that is what we were told last. There may be some changes, but there's nothing. As soon as we get something final, I'll be sure to let you know. Yeah, let me know because, I mean, uh, that's beautiful country out there, but it's a little far from me. Oh, yeah, West okay. Virginia was really be... nice. We really enjoyed that. Oh, it is. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I'm over on the, the West Coast, way out here. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I can't go to any of the games, uh, championship games this, this year. Uh, I used to go every single year, but this year, unfortunately, oh, yeah. I, I can't attend. Yes. But uh, do you have anything you want to add to uh, what's upcoming besides uh, any – do you have any um, fundraisers upcoming before the game this week weekend? We don't have anything coming up uh, before our upcoming game. We are going to be doing some fundraisers in the off season, um, and we may try and do one right in between before playoffs to help us um, with any travel we may have for the playoffs. But we um, mm-hmm. we are looking forward to the off season. We're looking forward to a heavy recruiting off season, um, and continuing to build on our program. It's a little too late now, but maybe consider this next season. I know that uh, the team out here got a fireworks booth. I don't know, a fireworks, well, you know, just like the Ponks and the Sparklers and a few of the, are they mm-hmm. legal out there? In Okay. Um, yes, they got a actually, fire, we just, yeah. fireworks were just made legal in Michigan uh, last year. Oh, really? Last year? Mhm. Yeah, they I mean you could have like the little sparklers and stuff, but like yeah. the the aerial fireworks which just became legal. Oh, did they? Yeah, the, the the team did actually had a booth and they made good money. So if you can get in there, get in a booth, maybe share yeah. with another club or organization, you know, for next year because I don't know if you'd be able to get it this Definitely. year, I mean, you try. But yeah, they they you have to I think you have to have uh you have to have you have to be a five oh some non profit. And I'm sure you already are a non profit. So you just have to have proof of that. Um in order to do that. I'm not sure each 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 state I'm sure is different what what's required. But yeah, that'd be something to check out. I mean, you know, there's a lot of lot of things you could do. But I was just thinking of that since it's uh, uh coming up fourth of July. But, definitely, yeah, that that'll definitely be something we'll check out for the next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thanks, thanks, Rhonda, for coming on the show again, and I, I, no I appreciate you taking the time and uh, and you know coming on and sharing with what's going on with your team. Yeah, let me know. Let me know um, anything you find out. You know the playoffs and uh, like I said, I'll, I have to follow the individual teams, and, and you update your your Facebook page. I think I think you're working on your website now, aren't you? Yeah, we're working on our website. We were um we were gonna link it but we're um we're still working on it so we'll have something yeah, up I, and running by the uh end of the season to get ready for the off season in the coming season. Yeah, 'cause like I said, we've been following your Facebook page and your Facebook page is what is your Facebook page? Detroit Pride Football Club. Please okay. follow so us on that that's where you can find all of the information about us. 
And your Twitter is pride underscore football, at pride underscore football. Correct. Yes, yeah. pride underscore okay. Okay, football. Okay, Rhonda. What's that? Oh, no, that was all. Okay. <laughs> okay, and uh, you take care, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, can I call you after the show? Sure can. Okay, I'll call you right after the show. <laughs> no problem. Okay, you have Bye-bye. a good night. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. That was Rhonda Elford of the Detroit Pride. And earlier we had uh, Coach Jasper Horn. He was defensive line line coach, as well as Tasha Iono. She was running back, defensive back. I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. Um, next week, though, I promise I will be in my studio. <laughs> I was afraid of traffic. That's why I didn't I didn't drive to it this time. But uh, that way we can try it out and see how it goes. But again, I want to thank you for listening. And I will see you next Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And please be watching the blog at radio.jchawks.com. I'll update as well as Twitter, jc underscore hawks. And we are on jchawks.com. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email me at jc at jchawks.com. Have a happy Monday, everybody. See you next week. Staples knows that when the leave-behinds for your sales call get left behind at your office, it's time. When you need to print 30 pages and you're 300 miles from the office, it's time. And when the intern packed the Harrington file, not the Farrington file. Oh, my bad. It's definitely time. And it's times like these when you can count on Staples. Access your files from email, the cloud, or USB, and then print, copy, fax, or scan them. And get back to business fast. Visit your nearby Staples. It's pro time. It happens every summer. Stargazers delight in the opportunity to view constellations that can't be seen in winter. While car lovers delight in the opportunity to own one of our stars. At the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, you can get the Mercedes-Benz of your dreams for less than you thought possible. Like the supremely intelligent E-Class sedan or the awe-inspiring GLC. Don't miss this once-in-a-summertime opportunity. Hurry in to our summer event. Visit MBUSA.com to learn more. Mercedes-Benz. The best or nothing.